Hey, I want to thank Courage to Lead for sponsoring this month's podcast. Courage to Lead is led by a friend of mine and my personal coach, a guy by the name of Sean Lovejoy. He has been a real estate developer, a church planner, mega church pastor, and now the CEO of a fast-growing coaching and consulting organization. Sean's been a guest on the podcast, and I've gotten to know he and several of his coaches that help pastors and business leaders all across the country. And recently, I was invited to join their team to be one of their coaches. Listen, I've just learned this over time. You can only get so far on your own know-how and own interest intellect, wisdom, experience, and smarts. You need someone that can coach you and help you see the things that you cannot see. And Sean has done that for me, and their coaches have done that for countless leaders and pastors. And now I'd like to do that for you as well. So if you'd like to inquire about either me being your coach or receiving a coach, contact me at pastorrustygeorge.com, and you can click the link there to find out more information. If you'd like to just go to Courage to Lead to find out more about what they do, you can go to couragetolead.com, a great world-class coaching organization helping you build a killer team and grow your organization. I'm so excited to be a part of their organization, and I would love to meet you there. Thank you to Courage to Lead for all that you do for leaders and all that you've done for me. Following Jesus isn't always easy, but it's not complicated. Join us each week as we work to make faith simple. This is Simple Faith. Hey, welcome to Simple Faith. My name is Rusty George. It's an honor to have you with us. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, Normally, I'd be kind of walking through a devotional thought or bringing on uh, a guest to teach us a little bit, but today we're going to use a guest to tease out an event coming up at the church I'm now serving, Crossroads Christian Church in Grand Prairie, Texas, which is just south of Arlington, just south of Dallas-Fort Worth. And if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, if you're in Texas, goodness, come on out to the Revival on February 12th and 13th. Uh, We're going to hear from a couple of great communicators, uh, Pastor Ricky Jenkins out of Southwest Church in the Coachella Valley in the California area, and then from Nashville, Tennessee, uh, Kevin Queen is going to be here Tuesday night of the Revival. And right now, we get a chance to hear a brief teaser for the Revival from Ricky Jenkins himself. So I want you to hear my conversation with Ricky. Ricky Jenkins, back on the podcast, back for more. Thank you for coming back. <laughs> Rusty, how you doing, man? I'm good. Hey, listen, um, got you coming out to a revival uh, out here to the new place where I am out here in uh, Dallas, Texas, just south of Dallas, actually, uh, Grand Prairie near Arlington, near the AT&T Stadium where the Cowboys play. And I am so excited to have you out here. So for our listeners, people that live in this area, people that are part of this new church that I'm a part of. Um, tell everybody a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and uh, just, yeah, Ricky in a nutshell. Go for it. For sure, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in a nutshell. Yeah, so I, you know, I'm obviously living here here in Southern California. Uh, we're in the Coachella Valley, so my house is about two golf shots from where the Coachella concerts are. Uh, the Palm Springs region of Southern California, a church called Southwest that I've been serving here, me and my wife, April, our three kids. 
for about six years. So we are a gospel-centered, multi-ethnic, intergenerational church. We love discipleship. That's who we are. But my trappings in uh, origin spring out of Jackson, Mississippi, to be specific, a small town outside of Jackson called Pearl, Mississippi. So born and raised up there, Rusty. Uh, I'm a fourth generation pastor. So my great grandfather was a pastor. My granddad's a pastor. My dad's a pastor. All the dogs are pastors. And so it was kind of like this milieu of the gospel that I was really blessed with. Uh, Jumped out to Oakland, California as a young pastor to pastor the first charge. Uh, When I was a young guy in my 20s, jumped to Memphis, Tennessee to be a part of a multi-ethnic church out there called Fellowship Memphis, served under a mentor of mine named Brian Loritz. Jumped up to Chicago after me and April got married in 2012 to start on my Ph.D. at Trinity Seminary. And who knows, perhaps I'll finish that Ph.D. before the Lord comes back. We will see. Uh, Actually jumped back to Memphis after Brian left that church to serve, thought we'd be there forever. And then out of nowhere, a church from the Coachella Valley said, would, would you come out here and take a look? And uh, it's been uh, a real sweet thing to come out here and serve the gospel in a very different place where this past Sunday, there were probably two or three billionaires uh, on the pews. And there's probably two or three single moms living in their car and all felt welcome in the same space, bro. So. By God's sheer kindness, I get to service that kind of fellowship. And yeah, that's 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 me. Go Irish. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You're a Notre Dame fan. I'm sorry. Well, that is that is such a, a great description right there of everything going on and where you've been and all that you've been up to. Um, I, I love your story. I love how you've just always been open to God's call wherever finishing your PhD, boy, wouldn't that just be unbelievable timing if you finish your PhD and then the Lord returns? Like, you did it, but now you don't need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is an eternal reminder that I don't need it at all anyways. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But it'd be nice to be called Dr. Ricky, though. I think that would be awesome. (laughs) Okay, listen, you're coming out through the revival. What's revival mean to you? What do you think of when I say revival? Yeah. So it's two things, right, Rusty? Um, You know, there's the theologian side of me that has read the scripture and is, uh, I bear witness to the fact that God is always working through his ordinary means of grace. The systematic preaching of the gospel, the fellowship of the saints, right? The witnessing of the gospel in the way of evangelism. God is working through that stuff every day at all times through his ordinary means of grace. But you can't help but look at the New Testament and the Old Testament for that matter. The revival in Nineveh, Jonah preaches the gospel, basically says, all y'all going to hell if you don't turn around. And God saves 40,000 folks like that. Uh, You can't help but see the New Testament church. Peter preaches and 3000 guys join the church the first day. So there's there's a theologian side of me that says our God is always working in hearts through his ordinary means of grace. But then there seem to be in history these moments where the Holy Spirit just does out of the ordinary, extraordinary moves, whereby the truths of Scripture, the reality of our state and our sin without saving faith in Jesus, that 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 brings to bear upon our souls in unusual, fascinating ways where droves and droves of people come to saving faith, or 
are refreshed in the commitment that they've they've already made to Jesus, right? And so we've we've picked up the term revival, which is again having life all over again. But I'll I'll close my thoughts with this though, Rusty, which is why I'm excited for your church, and I'm praying that this will happen as you guys invest in this moment to just really seek God's face about the church's next steps. Martin Lloyd Jones said that uh, revival begins when the Holy Spirit awakens sluggish believers. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's the onset of revival is when you and I who already know the truth are refreshed in, in unusually exciting ways as to what we already have in Christ mm. and that that reality of what it means to Jesus and to make him known transcends the current vicissitudes that's keeping us stale and static in our faith. So for me, revival begins when the folks who already have life are reminded that they have life. And I think it becomes infectious to mm. not have that life. Because why, at the end of the day, the best witness is not an, an exegete out of Lamentations chapter four. The best witness is I am happy. I am saved from my sins. I found a king who loves me and has accepted me where, right where I am, but refuses to leave me. When, when, when several people who already have that get excited about it, man, we become that thing as we were historically in the Roman Empire. What is different about these guys and whatever it is, I want it. Mm. So when you say revival, that's the stuff that kind of, gets me excited. We're doing our own here at Southwest and our elders are reading a book on the history of revivals. And just this morning in this office, we were weeping in prayer, asking God to wake us up and then you are reawakening to awaken others to the good news of Jesus, bro. So anyways, I'm talking too much, but that's my answer. Hey, let me interrupt this podcast to just remind you about CourageToLead.com a great organization that is helping leaders build killer teams. And I'm happy to announce that I am now part of their organization, helping pastors and business leaders. If you'd like to learn more about me being your coach or finding a different coach, just check it out at my website, pastorrustygeorge.com for more information. All right, back to the show. I love it. I love it. Great taste of what's to come. Okay, so the other question is, what do you have in store for us? You're going to come out. You're going to speak to people you've not met. Has God been putting something on your heart already? Is there something we should be thinking and praying about? You know, what, what are you thinking that we can tease our audience with that's coming up for us? I'm still, you know, that Martin Lloyd-Jones quote, I read it eh, maybe a month ago, and it's messed with me. Mm. The awakening of sluggish believers. That's been sitting on me, bro. Uh So I want to talk about what I'm starting to call the lost fruit Hmm. and fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. I think about the moment we're in rusty. I think about what seems to be a rapidly decreasing morality. Uh, in our times, right? Like it's always decreasing, but I think anyone listening would say the last three or four years rapidly decreasing. Um, <laughs> and it's just got me thinking what we're doing to win the world. If it's working, it ain't working well. And I think everybody knows that. 
So it's had me thinking about, well, what worked in the beginning, right? Like Christianity won over the Roman Empire, a pantheistic, empirical, bloodthirsty culture uh, where adultery was the norm, uh, genocide or infanticide of babies was the norm, right? A vicious kind of almost sterile culture and a bunch of a bunch of weirdo loving only one wife <laughs> taking care of, of, of babies on their way to abortion, nursing those who had plague, even if it meant contracting plague for ourselves, who said our hero was a dead carpenter who got up again. Mm. How did we win them over? Well, I look at that, bro. We didn't win them over because we were biblical exegetes. Didn't have one yet. We didn't win them over because we were right. No one cared we were right. Lord knows we didn't win them over because we were powerful. We were the least influential demographic in the Roman Empire. I think we won them over because when they would spit on us and throw us to lions and talk about us and say we were insane, we were still kind and gentle to them. Mm. That's the difference between today's Christianity and our forebears Christianity. We've lost the kindness. We've lost the gentleness. So I want to remind um, the people of your church family in that city. And I, I honestly, brother, I need to be reminded myself that what's going to win this world is the only thing that's ever won the world. Uh, the kindness and gentleness of Jesus Christ. And so I'm working on that, bro. I'm messing with it. Uh, we'll see what God does, but I feel like if it won the world before, it can win the world again. And I kind of want to do two things. We'll see what the Lord says, but I kind of want to do two things. I want to remind the people who know the Lord about kindness and gentleness, but I want to show the people that yet have yet to know the Lord that he is kind mm. and he is gentle and his arms are us so that's where we're going bro uh at least but you know how it is man i may be on that plane and the holy spirit say something different but for now that's the plan well i hope he says just that because that was awesome it's so funny you say the lost fruit because when you recite somebody says okay what's the fruit of the spirit you can rattle them all off and usually it's gentleness that we forget not only do we not live it, that's the one that we, you know, we just overlook because of the big ones. Love, joy, peace, kindness, you know. But uh, gentleness, boy, that is that's right. boy, that is definitely needed. Well, brother, I can't wait to hang out with you. I can't wait to laugh with you, to talk West Wing with you. Yes. Uh, but uh, just to, to hear you teach, man, it is it's so great for my soul. And our people are going to love you. So can't wait to have you here. Thank you for being with us on this uh just short little podcast, giving everybody a little bit of a teaser of the revival coming up out here at Crossroads in Grand Prairie, Texas. Humble brother. Can't wait to see you guys. Well, I'm really looking forward to hearing Ricky and Kevin uh, as we approach this revival coming up here. I want to ask you to be praying about it. I want to ask you if you're in the area to come out and join us. And if you're not and would like to watch this later, uh, this will not be a live stream, but we will put it up on our website, crossroadschristian.org, uh, in the days following. So you can check it out there if you happen to miss the revival. But uh, we're 
praying for a move of God and for some great things to happen. We'd love for you to be a part of it, so come check it out. Well, next week, we'll be back with brand new content. Can't wait to share that with you. And uh, you have a great week. And as always, keep it simple. Keep it simple.